This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello and welcome to Savor, production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have an episode for you about currents. Yes, which I literally knew nothing about. Really? I think if you had asked me before I did this research, I would have vaguely thought something about jelly, maybe. Okay. All right. What yeah. I what about what about um uh cassis? No. No. I don't know what that is. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. <Huh. laughs> no, and I uh, recently had a friend come and she was dropping something off and she was asking me like, what are you researching? And I told her that we were doing this current research. She didn't know what they were. Um, and I told her all about like the history, which is really interesting about why us in the United why States we don't, might right? not know about it. And she, she was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I haven't even told you about chestnuts. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that you know how it is to be in a friend group, Lauren, and we've got these random facts, and people just back away slowly sometimes. That's yeah, kind of what happened? Uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. sometimes you go a little bit too hard about yeah. whatever it is, and people are like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> extricate myself. I'm gonna g- go look for the ranch dip." Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, but I did find this research. Really, really interesting. 
Yeah, this is a this is a fun story. Um, and uh, I I swear that you have like seen the word cassis out there somewhere, especially in your European travels. Um, uh, maybe in in uh, a liquor section or like a beer section somewhere. Um, I you're you're looking at me like nah. Um, I. <laughs> You're probably right, but nothing is coming to mind. Okay. All right. Um, I believe that that is true. I was thinking about currants uh, because of hot cross buns. It is the kind of like Eastery season right now. Uh, currants are often an ingredient in a hot cross bun. Um, it's not It's not just an annoying song. It's also a food item. Yes. Um, Which is something else I didn't know uh, <laughs> until a couple years ago because, you know, we try to look up. You know, Easter's coming up, Easter foods, and it came up. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the heck is that? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't know about it. I'm glad to know about it now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I have relatively little experience with currants, but uh, but apparently more than you. So we're... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> batting a thousand—is that what they say? Sure, uh, sure we are. <laughs> baseball, also something I have very little knowledge of. <laughs> it's baseball season. We're timely again. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Well, I guess this really does bring us to our question. I think it really does. <laughs> Currents. What are they? Well, uh, currants are a type of berry that, right, are not known very well in the United States, but as a juice and a flavoring are as popular as grape or orange throughout Europe. Um, they come in a range of colors and kind of specific, like, like micro flavors, I suppose. But the general vibe is a sweet tart with a, with a hint of bitter and a sort of like savory note similar to what, um, to what like grapes or tomatoes can have. Uh, they're sort of like a like a small continental raisin. Ooh. <laughs> continental raisin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. They're like a they're like a cool afternoon with a hot sun on you. Ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Mm. And then and then writing that down, I, I realized that this segment has become sort of the uh the uh uh Lauren Synesthesia, the segment. <laughs> <laughs> I like this segment. <laughs> I'm a fan. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, heck. Uh, all right. Yeah. Currents. Um, genus name Ribus. Uh, there are three main varieties that we talk about when we talk about currants. Uh, black currants, red currants, and white currants. Though uh, those colors and pink variations can occur among a whole mess of different species within Ribus. Um, and there are also varieties within the genus that are often green or yellow and are more commonly called gooseberries um, and are sometimes sorted into their own genus or subgenus. Um, right, you, you might have encountered the French term for blackcurrant, uh, cassis. And interestingly to me, anyway, ribus is the only genus, unless you separate out gooseberries, within the family um, Grassulariaceae, which nice. I wanted to say because I just wanted to say Grassulariaceae out loud. That is, that is spectacular. 
I love it. Pretty fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, ribus species are generally uh, uh, these these small shrubs that that grow to about a meter or three feet tall, sometimes up to twice that. Uh, gooseberry varieties have thorns. They all flower with these clusters of small flowers that, when pollinated, will grow into these um, small, uh, like pearl to pea-sized berries, um, usually seedless. Ranging in color from um, translucent white to mustard yellow to pink to ruby red to purple black um, and glossy. They're really pretty little berries. Um, They look a bit like tiny grapes. And there is some historical and or etymological confusion with grapes, but they are not closely related to grapes. Um, But they are tart and tangy and, right, sort of like rich savory and can be a little bit bitter and have varying levels of sweetness. The berries can be sold fresh, but are perhaps more often found processed in any number of ways, um, as a dried fruit, uh, preserves, jams, jellies, syrups, or juice, as a flavoring for alcohol, including liqueurs, wine, ciders, or uh, fruity beers like lambics, or as candies, uh, teas, etc. The leaves are also sometimes used in tea. Uh, and the berries are used as a compote in any number of desserts, like a like a filling for pastries and cakes, a swirl and ice cream. Also provides like a rich fruity tang in sauces for savory dishes. Um, a, a lot of like like rich meat dishes can have some have some good, good, good current involvement. <laughs> Already the puns are flowing. Oh my goodness, they are. Oh, yes. Oh, that all sounds delicious though. Well, what about the nutrition? Of course, it depends on your application, uh, but currants by themselves are pretty good for you. Um, those bright colors mean that they've got a lot of great micronutrients, uh, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, that kind of stuff. Um, they have a particularly high amount of vitamin C, calcium, and potassium, plus a decent amount of iron and protein for a fruit. Uh, very low in fat, so like pair with a fat to help keep you going. Uh, Currants are also being investigated for their antimicrobial properties. Um, Powdered currant is sometimes used in the cosmetic industry for that purpose. And uh, currants do tend to be mixed with sugar for many applications because they can be pretty strongly astringent um, and also strongly bitter, depending. Um, You know, like, like, sorry to tell you, but like once you bake them into a yeast roll or brew them into an alcohol, they're no longer a health food. Yeah. 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 All All right. (laughs) (laughs) We do have some numbers for you. Oh, we do. Uh, Europe produces 99.1% of the world's currents. Right. Uh, Russia and Poland have been the top producers, comprising together almost 85% of global production. Um, Other major producers have included Ukraine and the United Kingdom. Total production is something like a 650,000 metric tons a year, question mark. That's the number I found. Hmm. As of 2010, 90% of all black currants grown in Britain were destined for the Ribena bottling factory. Uh, yeah, that's a brand of juice-based drinks um, in the UK and beyond. Um, and two-thirds of black currants produced across all of Europe go towards juice, um, which can, of course, go towards other products. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There is um, a Guinness record for the largest Eccles cake, um, uh, Eccles cake being a, um, a flaky pastry um, surrounding often a black currant filling. Um, uh, but the, <laughs> the Guinness record went to this cake that was made in Manchester in 2008. It weighed 56.2 kilos. 
That's 123 pounds, 14 ounces. That is a large pastry. Um, It took eight bakers, three hours to bake, and was portioned out to about 400 people. Um, And hats off indeed to both the bakers and also the Manchester Evening News, which reported on the entry as being an attempt to break the current record. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See you. Mm -hmm. Respect. There are annual black currant festivals in New Zealand and France right around midsummer, which is a kind of harvest season. There's also a black currant museum in Burgundy, France called the Cassisium. Oh, I love it. Oh, right. I love it. Right. <laughs> yes. They host some 40,000 visitors a year. Well, hopefully one day one of those visitors will be us. Uh-huh. <laughs> According to one source, though, less than 0.1% of Americans have eaten a current. Uh, and there is a reason for that, as we've alluded to throughout. Yes. And we are going to get into that history right after we get back from a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. So the current, or at least the ancestor of it, is believed to have originated in Persia, though they are native to North America, Europe, and Asia. So possibly simultaneous 
events happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and historical name confusion, you know, we love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, historians think the word current comes from the ancient Greek city of Corinth, a city that was known for its production of zant currants, which were these small dried grapes. This is this is part of the whole confusion. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Oh. And throughout history, currants have gone by corins, currins, corinths, and bastard corinths. Uh, bastard in plant etymology, meaning um, of an unusual size or shape for that plant or like a false version of that plant. So like, I, I'm i pretty sure what had happened here was that there were grapes in Corinth and then there was this other grape looking thing, like a false grape mm. or a bastard grape uh, mm-hmm. that is a current that the name Corinth got tied up in or something. I'm I'm not entirely sure. It, confusion all the way down. Um, <laughs> uh, but but right. Also, this reminded me what when I was when I was writing out the definition of like bastard in terms of a bastard plant. Um, like a like how it, it reminded me of our conversation with um with Alan Musket um during our mushroom tour in Asheville. Um yeah. he is the he is the mushroom man of Asheville. Um yes. and uh, he was taking us on this lovely little field tour, and uh, we found some some uh, this plant that's often called a false strawberry because it looks like a little strawberry, but it's it's a little unfair, isn't it, to call it a false strawberry? It is its own true thing, you know. Yeah, that would be hurtful. That is another. That's like a children's book, <laughs> the false strawberry that could or something. Yeah. Also, I wonder what our pal Alan thinks about these recent news stories about how mushrooms can communicate with each other. Oh, I bet. I bet he has some hot takes. <laughs> any number of hot takes and and probably a song about it. Oh, that was such a fun time. It really Strange, was. Strange, but fun. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, okay, Currents. Yes. Yes. Uh, by the time the Renaissance had taken hold in Europe, um, known cultivars of currants existed in gardens and farms. Herbalist documents from the 1600s described the believed medicinal properties of currants. One of the first herbalists to write about currants was French author Rolius in 1536, who recommended them as border plants and appetizers, which I really appreciated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both. Both. Um, many other similar mentions were published in the following years, indicating that currents were fairly common throughout much of Europe, though perhaps not widely known by the general public. Uh, Gerard of Gerard's Herbal, which we've mentioned plenty of times, uh-huh. published in the late 1500s, wasn't currents. He, did, he wasn't their biggest fan. Uh, he wrote that black currants were, quote, not worth planting and small red currants were of no better esteem. Oh. Right? Well, oh. <laughs> of no better No better esteem. esteem. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> oh, speaking of a hot take. <laughs> In 1820, someone described red and white currants as popular for desserts, um, that they were admired for their, quote, transparent beauty and their medicinal qualities as well. Um, here's a quote. 
They may be used with advantage to allay thirst and most febrile complaints, to lessen an increased secretion of bile, and to correct a putrid and scorbutic state of fluids, especially in sanguine temperaments. But in constitutions of a contrary kind, they are apt to occasion flatulency and indigestion. Oh. Contrary kind. I know what you're oh. saying. <laughs> we all pick up what you're putting down. Um, Around this time, currants were also being used in wines and juices. Another person in this time frame described currants as, quote, of stinking and somewhat loathing savor. Jeez. They 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 can they can be uh strong. They they're cer- they certainly punch uh they 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 punch above their weight class. Oh. <laughs> is that is that a I'm, our sports metaphors we uh, are hitting them out of the park as they Yeah. Say. No, it's knocking them out of the park. <laughs> oh heck. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm going to chalk this one up to a success for us. Um, <laughs> ship records indicate colonists brought currants with them to North America during the 1700s, though Native Americans harvested them from the wild and they used them not only as a foodstuff but medicinally and for dyes. In 1770, Long Island's Prince Nursery became the first North American nursery to offer currants for sale. Um, that we know of. Mm-hmm. Uh, current production in Canada and the U.S. grew in the late 1800s and early 1900s, and they became pretty common, or at least in certain swaths of these areas. Mm-hmm. During the 1700s and 1800s, this is when folks started breeding and selecting programs for currants, um, and through this, we got a lot of cultivated cultivars <laughs> we still have today. Um, when the New York Agricultural Experiment Station was established in 1882 in Geneva, it launched an active current breeding program. And as a result of all of this, 12,000 acres of currants were being grown in the U.S., and a lot of those acres were in New York. By the 1880s, white currants were being grown as a hobby, at least, um, all the way in California. And here we come to the twist Mm -hmm. in the story, because things took a turn for the worst in the 1890s for the Mm -hmm. current. Um, when infected pine seedlings were imported into North America and the current crop was hit hard with a fungus that causes white pine blister rust. It actually has a really interesting slash terrifying life cycle, but um, it had been reported, this this fungus had been reported throughout the northeastern U.S. by 1911. To combat this, the U.S. government instituted a plant quarantine on the importation and cultivation of any ribus plants. On top of that, the Civilian Conservation Corps, or the CCC, launched an eradication effort during the Great Depression. Over 11,000 people were employed over a year-long period with the goal of eradicating ribus in national forest. This effort lasted until the 1940s, um, though the federal quarantine wasn't lifted until 1966. And some states like Massachusetts uh, still have rules in place around importing and growing currants. One of the reasons this was such a big deal was because it threatened the lucrative lumber industry. Uh, yeah. Uh, so so ribus uh, species are carriers for this fungus. And um, and the the timber industry and the, and the pine industry specifically were so important in, in North America that the United States was just like, well, screw a current. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, we need this pine. Um, eventually, uh, w- w- what happened that led to the reversal of these laws was that uh, varietals were developed that are not vectors for the fungus. Yes. Um, and if if you're like us and are curious, there is a document that I found that is just like rules by state because some states still have uh, some rules about importing and growing currants uh, to this day. Um, but when the federal ban was lifted, the interest in growing just wasn't there anymore uh, in North America. Uh-huh. In recent years, there has been a renewed interest in currants here, something uh-huh. experts think is in part due to nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. But interestingly, as you said, Lauren, something sort of the opposite happened in Europe. They had long been importing black currants and they chose that over white pines in the face of this fungus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They right. They did exactly the opposite. They were like, screw a white pine, like we need our currants. Um, <laughs> yeah. currants were um d- just as an example, as of 1909, an important enough crop in the United Kingdom that they were one of just 20 common fruits um listed in Mrs. Beaton's everyday cookery book as like a like a this is when like these are the like 20 most popular fruits and this is when you find them the freshest and the best in the market and this is the average price. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That really is the opposite. Um, During World War II, doctors in England prescribed a cordial of black currants and water mixed together as a vitamin C supplement for children to prevent scurvy. It was called Ribena, uh, first launched in 1938. Uh, And yeah, still popular. While the yeah, this I found very interesting. Uh, While the flavor of the purple skittle is grape in the U.S., outside of the U.S., it's often black currant. Yeah, I I didn't know this, but but like purple candy. When you encounter a purple candy in the United States, it's pretty much going to be grape flavor. Mm -hmm. Um, almost always going to be grape. Um, maybe blackberry or black raspberry, but pretty, pretty much always grape. Um, Mm -hmm. Outside of the U.S., it's pretty much always black currant. That's fascinating. Fascinating. Huh. Yeah. (laughs) Huh. Um, uh, Meanwhile, uh, advancements in mechanical harvesting during the 1980s made production much easier, too much easier, because it led to overproduction in some parts of Europe. Um, uh, which is which has been evened out in the intervening years, um, although growers are currently uh, kind of watching out for climate change and trying to figure out what all of that, what exciting new things that is going to have in store for, for production. Mm. Um, and of course, with uh, Ukraine and Russia being two of the top producers in the world, um, I'm sure that that there are a lot of people out there who depend on black currents for, for various other production processes that are wat- watching that like hawks. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Lauren and I were talking about this before we started, but this was a really interesting case of um, realizing how our Google searches are so American centric. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I guess I'm I guess I'm used to being upset. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to being disappointed when I'm searching for something from uh, from South Asia, and it's hard for me to come up with uh, English language results. But, um, but the amount of digging I had to do <laughs> to get mm-hmm. good results about this very popular European fruit was shocking to me. I was like, oh, it's not just it's not just English language centric 
like our little corner of the internet, it's very American centric. Um, so that's weird. It is weird. Uh, but that being said, I mean, as always, listeners, if you can supplement our knowledge, oh yeah, um, any like products that you love. Uh, that are black current or current based. Yeah, oh. anything that you have like a like a really personal nostalgia for. If you've grown these, if like yes. yeah, if like your hedges outside are currents, like 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 let us know. If you have a very strong opinion about um, Eccles cake versus Chorley cake, Ooh. I want to hear about it. Chorley cake is is usually also a current filling, but it has a shortbread crust rather than a flaky crust. So. Oh. Yes, I want to know all about that, too. <laughs> well, in the meantime, I guess that's what we have to say about currents for now. It is. Uh, we do have some listener mail for you, though, and we are going to get into that as soon as we get back from one more quick break for a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I'm late. I'm late for the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with Sweet and sour. Oh, okay. I got to try one of these because I it's hard to emulate a flavor in this listener mail bit if I haven't had it. Right. I just have to. Right. I know. I know. 
We'll have to <laughs> we'll add it to our list. <laughs> oh gosh. This is getting wilder and wilder. <laughs> it's gonna be quite the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh dear. Um no, this listener mail involves some some singing. I don't know if I'm gonna sing. It's gonna oh, be goodness. fun. All right. We'll find okay. out when we get to that section. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ruth wrote. After listening to the fun Sichuan episode, I visited the Tea Public store for the first time. Ah, yeah. While I currently have the Sunday I'm in Love shirt on order, can I suggest eat a vegetable for the next <laughs> shirt? If you are doing a Brussels sprouts episode, I love them baked crispy with a good balsamic vinegar, by the way. Mm-hmm. Might I suggest the fun polka title, Roll Out the Brussels? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I've come up with the following alternate titles for recent episodes. Bear with my humor, please. You Belong Among the Sunflowers, My Musical Taste, Mozzarella with You, from one of the bad old Bugs Bunny cartoons from my misspent youth, <laughs> Rom-Com Prop, The Baguette. <laughs> huh. uh, the next comment is for Annie. If you want to mark the important 50th episode of Criminalia, please, please, please consider publishing a book of the fabulous drinks you have concocted for the show. This is because at the Hooray for Unmasking party my daughter threw, I was pressed into service trying to concoct a rum, lime juice, pomegranate punch that another listener of the podcast was trying to remember. After four or five attempts, we came up with something very tasty, but I acquired a buzz, which meant when someone broke out the karaoke machine, I became dangerous. (laughs) It's been a while since the Jelly Donut episode, but I had perfected a filk song for it, and this became the perfect time to display it to the delight of the guest and to my daughter's horror. Oh my goodness. I don't know if I can sing it. I'm too embarrassed. But imagine the tune of Ghostbusters, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. No patisserie in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call Jam Busters. What's in the grocery store? Just don't look good. Who are you going to call? Jam Busters. We deliver them <laughs> fresh to you. Muffins and Danish, too. Don't be caught without no, no. Jelly stick cravings running through your head. Who are you going to call? Jam Busters. You want a honey cooler before you go to bed. Who are you going to call? Jam Busters. Bring them right to your door, and you're going to want more and more. Think you better call? Jam Busters. <laughs> I was very proud of myself, except my daughter made me sit down with a cup of black coffee and took away the karaoke machine. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is a thing of many beauties. Yes, I love I have never, ever performed a song of my own writing. At a karaoke time. Oh, and no. now I'm like, well. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> You've opened the door of possibilities for me. Oh, okay. All right. I also have a karaoke machine, Lauren. I mm. know you do. That's <laughs> what I, that's why. Yep. You're experiencing such excitement. Uh, yeah. Sure. That is one word for the emotion that I'm experiencing. <laughs> Definitely the correct word. Uh, yeah, and all these alternate titles are great. Yeah. Um, I'm super uh. into uh, sharing any cocktails uh, anytime that I've created. And I appreciate that you called them uh, amazing or whatever nice word you use. Fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. 
Oh, heck. Oh, how delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> David wrote, Hello, Savoritas. Uh, bad Savor Senorita mashup. Just listened to your amazing instant coffee episode, and I was shocked, shocked, I say, that Annie did not talk about the Bookman episode of Seinfeld when discussing instant coffee. Love that episode. Also, Lauren, really appreciate the Douglas Adams reference about instant coffee. You can never have too many of those. Yay, hoopy fruits. Um, this also brought back a bittersweet memory of my grandfather drinking instant coffee after he had a stroke. It was a way for him to keep his independence and make his own coffee without all the messing around with a coffee maker. My mom, who was his caregiver for a while, would buy up Taster's Choice for him and he would have that every morning. Something he could control and feel like he didn't have to ask for help. Thanks for bringing that memory back for me as he passed away several years ago. Oh. Yeah. Um, that is oh that is that is actually really 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 wonderful. I hadn't thought about that as a as a um accessibility um uh prop mm-hmm. uh, as as a, as a way for for people who are having a hard time doing uh doing those like normal activities to right to get to continue part of a part of their daily uh daily routine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's an excellent point. And also, a lot of you wrote in about instant coffee and having these memories, strong memories associated with people in your life um, based on instant coffee, which is, you know, we talk about that all the time. It's lovely that we have these food connections and memories and nostalgia that can come back to you. And instant coffee seems to be one that just hit home for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Also, I uh, I did fall down the rabbit hole of Anthony Stewart Head, um, aka Giles, <laughs> Taster's Choice commercials. Yes. <laughs> um, I tweeted a few of those videos. So if you uh, if you need to <laughs> if you need to find <laughs> them, you can. I mean, you you can on your own. I have faith in you. But yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't realize when I brought it up in the episode how big of a deal they were um they were actually quite a big deal i think that there were 12 like sequential commercials in the uk and then maybe 13 in the u.s featuring these two characters this dude and this lady who like get together have this like kind of steamy romance over this instant coffee (laughs) okay and like it's a whole like it's a whole like drama like it's a whole like soap opera like, wow. like there's one like episode where like he goes to they're like apartment neighbors and like he like 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 knocks on her door and this fellow answers the door and he's like, oh, 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 a f- uh, uh. <laughs> and and then and then later in the commercial, it's like a 45 second commercial, but they but they cram a lot in there. Like later Seems in the commercial, like she's like, oh, did you meet my brother? He answered the door this morning. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And then they made them do American accents in the in the American commercials anyway. <laughs> wow. Oh, gosh. There was, like, I... merchandise about this couple. Like, it was a whole thing. <laughs> Dang. That is a whole thing. Yeah, you sent me one, but now I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to look this up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Um... And also, yes, I did miss the mention, the Seinfeld reference. Oh, right, right. Okay, can you tell us about this reference, Annie? I love this episode, too. It is such a great episode. It's an episode (laughs) where uh, Jerry finds out he has a book that's overdue for like 30 years. Oh, my gosh. And so the library police, Mr. Bookman, 
uh, oh shows gosh. up at his apartment. And he just like, he has these great dry monologues where he just is like constantly, every time Jerry tries to say something, he's like, well, listen to me, buddy boy. I didn't grow up in that age. And just goes on and on and on and on. Uh, but he has a whole bit about <laughs> instant coffee. And this was like a season, it was early, like season two, maybe. Oh, early. wow. Okay. Uh, but it's very good. I recommend it. I recommend it. <laughs> oh, wow. <sighs> I'll try to do better. I'll try to do better. Uh, <laughs> you, you're only one person, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> There's only so much I can do. <laughs> but yes, thank you uh, to both of these listeners yes. for writing to us. Um, if you would like to write to us, you can. Our email is hello at saverpod.com. We're also on the aforementioned social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at saverpod. And we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island. It becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org.